Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A great day to talk computers, hardware, software, whatever. With Doug Swinhart, we call it Tech Talk. We're on the air on Saturday. It's between 2 and 3 o'clock. Sports schedules permitting, of course. And Doug, good to visit with you on this lovely Saturday Spent a lot of time outside uh, this morning and before we went on the air today. J- just a great day to soak in a, a lovely October day. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. Steve, did you hear about the Microsoft mishap last week? No. Microsoft confirms server misconfiguration led to 65,000 companies' data loss. What? And uh, Yeah. It's, and, and they're kind of sweeping it under the rug, which is kind of strange. The, uh, it was found by a company called SOC Radar Security Systems that actually is about as close to zero-day protection as you can get. And they have, I think, 60,000 companies they watch. They discovered it and got a hold of Microsoft. And Microsoft said, well, it's exaggerated. And they, well, it, came, it affected 65,000 entities in 111 countries. It exposed amounts of 2.4 terabytes of data invoices, customer, oh, no. oh, it's big. And Microsoft said, well, you know, it's been kind of exaggerated by Intel as well, that the scope of the product isn't that, isn't that serious because all that information is duplicated. I don't know how that's an excuse, but that's what they said. Yeah, kind it, of strange. Yeah, and it, it all gets into, you know, the, the, the security and the security issues we've talked about and and ultimately having backups and so on and so forth. You know, in general, we tout a lot of companies where, you know, their reputation is on the line when it comes to your data, particularly these paid backup services, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, That's all they've got is that they're going to uh, protect your data. When they back it up, it is ultimately going to be secure. And when you need it, it will be there. Well, see, and the tell here, Steve, is misconfiguration. That's human. That that, that we don't. I don't know if that was a disgruntled employee or, but that that was at Microsoft. That's not a good thing. Or, or because, Azure. as you say, reputation is everything. And we're promoting the Azure cloud service and 365 and all that. Well, this is this does not bode well for Microsoft. It really doesn't. Yeah, and th- this is. You know, one of the things that uh, when you're online and when you're taking advantage of any sort of cloud storage or any sort of uh, Internet-based software, and a lot of companies rely on that, 
I know the, the my full-time job, we, we have web-based software that drives the business, and it's ultimately backed up, and the data is backed up, and so on and so forth. You know, there, there's a certain amount of faith that goes into that. You that bet. It, that it will be secure, and it will be there when you need it. Oh, you bet. That, this is a this is a, a prime example where that there should have been another check and balances put into place. It's, when you're dealing with this much data with this many countries and companies, that's huge. It's, it's just it's enormous. You know, two point four terabytes of data with credit card numbers and social security numbers and invoices and product lists. Oh, man, that's huge. That's just bigger than big. Uh, by the way, you can be a part of the program. If you want to talk computers, hardware, software, whatever, if you're having an issue, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. The city's one plumbing talk and text line and every now and then we hear about hacks and so on and so forth it is uh, a volatile world there's still conflict between russia and ukraine but i will say this with, with all the threats and all the bad guys in the world uh as far as we know things on the internet have been relatively stable how concerned are you that at some point there, there could be a major attack or a major outage. We, we ended up talking about this, a few of us at, at work the other day, around mm-hmm. the water cooler, so to speak. What if the Internet went down for oh. a day or two? Oh, well, yeah. If it hit 24 hours, it would be, be a panic. Uh, and the thing is, if, if you really stop and analyze this thing, there's a reason that the United States government, seven, over 70% of our military budget is going to cyber defense there's a lot more going on than people realize it's um it's big it's huge and when you talk about the infrastructure of the country water systems um alarm systems communication between law enforcement and the military oh it's it's enormous the our use of the internet has become to such a point I have to say it's as important as electricity today. It truly is. Yeah, and the the, the thing is is that the the way it's designed there is there is some built-in the the way it's designed there is there is some built-in redundancy. Oh yes. if you will. And I I would assume that there's enough redundancy where the idea and I suppose anything is possible. But, but for the Internet as a whole going down, is that even feasible? I don't think it is. Not, not, the, not in entirety. Yeah. It would have to be some strange... Uh, I, couldn't, I can't imagine how someone would even approach that, that task. Yeah, local power I, I, yeah, outages or, or a local fiber line goes down. I, I can understand that. But even when, when a, a fiber line is broken, there, there's still redundancy built into the system. Yes. And, and even widespread power outages um, still wouldn't take down the Internet as a whole. It, 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 and like I say, it was a scenario we discussed, and maybe other people have discussed it. You know, what if even 24 hours? I mean, from ATMs to uh, people streaming or looking at Twitter or Instagram or TikTok videos, what would people do? Oh, oh yeah, they, they would put, <laughs> especially the younger generation. They'd go crazy if they couldn't get on their phone, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a thing. Well, like the Google Grid now. The Google Grid has points that have 25 layers of redundancy. At any given time, a thousand Google computers can go down and we never see it. We don't see any speed variance or anything. There, it's just phenomenal what's been built here. And I think that's kind of a, a pattern that we will see with the larger enterprise um, developments and topologies across the net. I, I can't see it happening, but, but it's much bigger than me. I, I couldn't imagine that it would go down completely. I just can't. Uh, by the way, uh, this is all about your calls and text. And it is the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Jonathan Lowe is our producer. Carrie Klatt was in earlier today. And we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and go back to the text line uh, momentarily. we got some lining up. And you're always welcome to call. And if you do, you'll visit with Jonathan Lowe, and he'll put you through. If you send us a text, it comes right into the studio on this Saturday afternoon here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tech Talk underway with Doug Swin, the heart of phone lines are busy. Text lines are busy, uh, courtesy of Cities One Plumbing. Talking text line buzzing. Let's start on the uh, talk line. And by the way, that number is 651 461 9226651461 Let's start with Jerry in Maple Grove. Jerry, you're on the air. And we're Waterhouse. Oh. Hello. Jerry. Yes. You're on the air. Go ahead. All right. Um my uh, mouse, uh, it's a Logitech remote. Uh when I click on something, not all the time, but it, it's getting worse. It'll highlight, but it'll go out. Uh, hit, click it again, and it same problem. Right in, left click. Uh, if if so, you're sure that if you're sure you've got fresh batteries, and 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 that that has been determined, I would suggest that you take the dongle out of the computer and move it to a different USB port. Sometimes I get this at my place too. If I put it too close to like the uh, network cable, or there's another USB, um, and it only seems to happen with the Logitech mice. I don't know why. But uh, move it to a different USB port and see if that takes care of it. If that doesn't take care of it, thankfully, mice today are really, really inexpensive. And I bought some cheapies on Amazon two years ago, uh, $9 each. I bought three of them, gave two of them to customers, and it just went out the other day. So you get three years for $9 out of a mouse, that's pretty good. 
I um, I quit buying expensive mice just for that reason. And I think that's probably the thing is you just got to move it to a different USB port. And if that doesn't do it, then you got to start looking at your Windows configuration. And I hope that helps. Have a good weekend. All right, very good. Uh, I am one of those where I have a wireless mouse at work with my computer. It was supplied by the company. But here at home, I have wired wired ones. You get them for like five or six bucks. I buy them three at a time. Yeah. If they if they get dirty or you know they they break down, whatever. But I'm a big believer in in having a wired mouse. I just fooling around with the batteries. I have enough stuff that That's that right. needs batteries. So. I, I just buy the, the wired mouse. I, I got a couple of them in front of me today, and that's fine by me. And I don't know of any desktop that didn't come with a, a keyboard and a mouse both wired. And for some reason, people get wireless, and they throw away their wired ones. I say, hang on to them. You, you might right. be in the middle of work, and if the battery goes out and you don't have any, or perhaps has, have some kind of communication problem, you can plug that thing in. You don't need to shut your machine down or anything. Plug it in and keep right on rolling. Save them things. And like you say, if you, even if you had to buy them, if you went to, over to Micro Center and you bought an inexpensive mouse and keyboard, you wouldn't spend twenty dollars. It's just it's just no brainer, I think. Oh yeah, I mean they, they I think they have them at the checkout at Walgreens or CVS. I mean they're everywhere. Well, yeah. I, I even think uh, the convenience store down the street has a little bit of computer equipment, charging cables, and uh, a mouse and a pinch. But yeah, it, it all gets back to. You know, fooling around, probably not worth your time. If, if you can't get it to work, um, that, that's one of those where you probably go get another one. Um, the only thing I thought of, could, could there be an issue with the touchpad? And is, is there something along those lines? Because I know in the past you've talked about it. People get frustrated with that, that, that trackpad, if you will, or whatever. Um, I, I hate the things generally. Well, we're in the same get, camp there. Yeah, if if I can get a mouse, I mean, I will do it in a pinch, but otherwise, the, those touch pads, I can't stand. Well, and you know what I noticed about the touch pads, too? You can get these, and they're getting really versatile. They You know, you, you got the flick, and when you yeah. spread your fingers, you can expand. All that. But they it seems like within the first six months, I don't know whether it's the pressure that you're putting on them, but they're just, they don't react the same as they did when they were new. I'm not a big fan of the touchpads. I, I really, I'm just not. And Acer at one point was going to come out with a with a laptop that put the touchpad north of the keyboard. I thought that was a great idea. So everybody's always hitting them with their palms and their mouse bounces all over when they're in a word processor. And I would have liked to have seen that. It never came to fruition, though. I, I don't quite know why, but that would have that been a perfect solution, I think. Just put that baby... Uh, on top of the keyboard instead of on the bottom. That would have just solved all kinds of stuff. But I prefer a mouse myself. I really do. All right, let's uh, jump back to the phone lines. Gordy's in Maple Grove. Gordy, how are you? I'm just fine. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, hey, Gordy, what's up? First of all, I'd like to say thank you for the help you gave me with LibreOffice this week. I was a little bit leery of it being open source. Um. And then the other question I had is, what's the best way to disable a uh, computer that we don't need anymore and we want to get rid of it? Well, first thing you want to do is, if, if, worst case scenario, just take the hard drive out because that's where all your data is. And there's all, all kinds of ways that you can wipe that. Before you take the hard drive out, if you're sure you don't want any of the data, there are 
is just a plethora of software on the internet that you can download that will wipe the thing clean to government standards. Probably the best bet would be to go to MajorGeeks.com, M-A-J-O-R-G-E-E-K-S.com, Major Geeks. It's a tremendous, tremendous file depository, and they probably have 10 or 15 of them that you could use. And you just install it in Windows, and some of them you don't even install, you just run them. And it will actually wipe your hard drive, and it will overwrite the data with X's and O's three times, ten times, fifteen times, how many ever times you want. The other scenario is if you pull the hard drive out, if you've got a really, really good, strong magnet, and you lay that magnet right on top of that hard drive, it'll destroy all the data. Uh, that's not as good, I don't think, as the software, because the software, you know for sure it's done. With a magnet, you can't always tell. Yeah. And, but that's, uh, that's the old school. I know people have taken drills and drilled holes in them. I think that's a little bit much. Uh, but um, yeah, That's a lot of that, work. That, is, that yeah. isn't easy. No. The big thing is, is all your data is on your hard drive. And hard drives come out in a couple of screws, and worst case scenario, you can put it up in the closet. But I, I wouldn't get too carried away with this. Just uh, make sure you do, download some software, wipe the drive, and let the good times roll. And thank you for the call, Gordy. Yeah, and another way, good way to go, uh, Gordy, and for anybody who wants to get rid of a piece of equipment, uh, Tech Dump, we've talked about them for years. Their new name is Repowered, uh, and their website, getrepowered.org, formerly Tech Dump and Tech Discounts. They're a nonprofit social enterprise and local industry leader in electronics recycling and refurbishing. And they will come to your business and pick up machines. There is a small charge. Or you can drop it off at their facility, uh, Golden Valley, St. Paul. Uh, you can go to their website. Once again, repower, getrepowered.org. Getrepowered.org. Doug and I have talked about them for a lot of years. And you can bring them your machine, and they will make sure everything is wiped, and they will give you a certificate uh, to prove. And they're they're a good company. I've done business with them uh, for a number of years uh, at work and personally, and they do a fine job. So that that is another option as well. If you want to take it to someone, uh, there is certified destruction of that data available as well. Absolutely. And, you know, we should mention, too, Steve, I recently found out that there's another company in Minneapolis called Free Geek, F-R-E-E-G-E-E-K, and this is what they do. They recycle center. I, I don't know if it's a clone exactly uh, to get repowered. It, it looks to me like this business is a tremendous business. I think they're going to be a great place to be dropping off equipment. I don't have a full thing on their deal, but they hire volunteers, and they've got a thrift store where you could actually buy recycled computers. And I think this is going to be the coming thing. I, I like that. Yeah, and and I, and I, I'm glad there's companies that do it. But once again, repowered, formerly Tech Dump. That's uh, the big one. Take, take care of a lot of stuff. Uh, we've got Lawrence waiting on the phone line. We'll get to him right out of the break. We'll go to the text line as well. That city's one plumbing talk and text line. Still plenty of time to get in on the program today. 651-461-9226. We'll have a quick break for the weather here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk on this Saturday. Doug Swindhart in, Steve Thompson, Jonathan Lowe, our producer. Mark Fry in the newsroom. His Iowa Hawkeyes got blown out by Ohio State today. All that, all the scores, game reports, and more from around the region. College football final 
later today. And let's go to the phone lines here. The city's one plumbing talk and text line. Here's Lawrence in St. Paul. You're on the air. Hey, gentlemen. So from your earlier discussion about the wireless mouse type thing, you know, that that should be personal computer basics 101. Never throw away your wireless mouse or your wire, your wired mouse or your wires, wired keyboard because one Amen. day something's not right. You know, you, you get that natural working. So, so, okay. So here's the real reason I call it. iMac 2017. Uh, it, you know, it works fine. Nothing wrong with it, with the exception of I think it was the last model the model that used the spinning hard drive. So it uh, Apple's done the diagnostic, no problems in terms of anything nefarious. nefarious. Uh, but to me, it's a candidate for an SSD drive uh, internal, if ideal. Any thoughts on if that makes sense or with their latest? Oh, it absolutely does. Oh. Okay. Absolutely. Now you got you're gonna have to be careful here. Um, the, your connection for and you want an NVMe drive, capital N is in Nancy, um, V is in Victory, NVM NVM as in Michael, and uh, and they're all caps the first three, and then it's a small E. They're much much faster than a two and a half inch uh, uh, SSD drive. Now the the connection on this is proprietary Apple. If you buy the drive from Apple, it's going to cost you big dollars. You can actually get an adapter for that and use a regular NVMe drive. And just go on Amazon and check that out if you want. Give me a call. I can help you get put that together. That is absolutely your answer. Mirror that original drive, pull it out, drop in that NVMe, and you're good to go. That's definitely, definitely I would do that post-haste. Yeah, and we we have talked about that regularly. If you have an older computer, making that upgrade and, and going from the old spinning disk style hard drive to some sort of solid state uh, storage device is a huge, huge deal. I was amazed that that Apple was even going to be putting them in in twenty sixteen and seventeen. I I was just I I didn't make sense to me. If you're well. Other than the fact that those dollars, and they might add half a million drives laying there that they needed to get rid of as well. Who knows? I know they're considerably less money if you have your own. Um, yeah, but you'll get that thing set up and it'll just scream. You'll be amazed at the difference in performance. It's, it's, it's tremendous. Where that normal drive is moving, well, excuse me, I should say transferring, read, write, about 50 megabits per second. That NVMe drive, depending on your particular computer, may hit as much as three gigabits per second. It's that fast. It's just just night and day. Tech Talk with Doug, and we've had a lot of great calls on the program and a lot of great texts as well. Still plenty of time to get in, 651-461-9226, Let's start right at the top and get uh, run through these texts. Uh, my HP laptop takes two minutes and 21 seconds to reboot. What can I do to speed it up? I think we just talked about a remedy there. Yeah, that's uh, pretty bad. That's um, It's going into hibernate mode instead of actually shutting down. That would be the first thing you'd want to address is you want to get rid of that. And then um, Provisor will just shine here. So it'll clean your system up 
and get you all rocking and rolling. And then check your power settings. Because it's actually the power settings, I think, that's really creating this. And make sure you're not running multiple antivirus. I had a computer in the other day. Guy had three paid antiviruses running. They were fighting like a cat and a dog. His computer took three minutes to boot as well. Wow. So the big thing is just really don't overdo. Just if a, it's like baking a cake. If it calls for three cups of sugar, nine cups is not a good thing. So the same thing with computers. You want to kind of kind of keep that security system to a minimum. You want as much to protect your system as necessary, but no more. And yeah, it's mostly just background things that are happening and clean up the drive. And but uh, Pervazer is going to be the champion here. P R I V A Z E R dot com. Uh, Pervazer is just a tremendous package. Every Windows user should have it on their computer, I believe. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and you, you run that. How often do you run it? We, we've talked about that program a lot. It, it is free, um, which, which is extraordinary. Um, but how often would you run that, for instance? Yeah, and incidentally, Steve, the, the last, I think, three or four versions of Pervasor that have come out, uh, you can schedule it. And I've been scheduling them once a week. And so on, um, generally, on, on, when they're done... I have this thing set up to where if you leave it on on Friday night, for example, have it take off about 2 o'clock in the morning and do its thing, and then shut the computer off when it's finished. Uh, it's, I think once a week would be just perfect, just wonderful. It's a nice, nice system. It's not going to hurt anything. And once you get it set up, it's just goof one button to make it run, or you can set it up on a schedule and do it automatic. I just love that program. Yeah, it is a good one. We've talked about it a lot, a lot of great uh, response to that. And uh, another one from our city's one plumbing talk and text line today. Uh, what is incognito mode? What does that mean? Uh, you know, people are really confused about this, and I it, it, it's not really you're not really hidden like a like an incognito. It's um it's it's closer to they don't record any cookies or or any type of temp files. It, People can still see and read your IP address, where you're coming from. It's somewhat enhanced, but I think it's more of a... It started out as a good idea, but I don't think they could really make it happen what they wanted to make happen. So it's um, almost like privacy mode. Like Brave's got a privacy mode that just doesn't record anything in, for like bookmarks or temp files. doesn't show any record of history. And that's mostly what, what incognito is. Uh, and a lot of websites are set up to where if you're using like a Tor browser, so you are anonymous, well, you can't gain access. They really want a timestamp and where you were and where you actually came from. And it's getting more so as we move forward, too. The Internet, we're one big happy family, one great big huge network. And we really are our brother's keepers. So you know, some of this privacy thing is necessary to make sure that we're secure. But I think that. You can just overdo anything. Just keep it to a minimum and just be careful what you're doing on the net. And I hope that helps. Yeah, and uh, Doug, another one from our Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. This is really a good one. Um, if I cancel my Microsoft Office subscription, will I be able to read or change existing files or read emailed files? And the answer is 100% yes. There are many, many options. Uh, you, you you don't need to pay subscription fees. Uh, I understand if you're comfortable with Microsoft Word or Excel or 
PowerPoint or those other programs. But there are alternatives, and those alternatives are free. Oh, absolutely. Uh, LibreOffice, OpenOffice, FreeOffice, just, just to name a few. Not to mention, if you've got a Gmail account and you save that Word document or Excel document or whatever up in the cloud, that's good. their built-in word processor and, and spreadsheet, pop it right open. So that's be a little bit different. If you're used to using Outlook and you've got a transfer out of Outlook, you may have to do some massaging of that data in order to get it imported into your next format. It, but it's even that, if you send it to Thunderbird, you can have a local client. Looks kind of like Outlook, feels yep. like Outlook, just doesn't have all the bells and whistles. All right, quick break. We'll have more Tech Talk in a moment with Doug. And we have plenty on our Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. And there's still time if you want to visit with us via text or via the phone, 651-461-9226. The hour goes so quickly. 651-461-9226 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Tech Talk continues, all the news at 3, and then uh, we'll jump into a Sports Saturday, close it out with college football final. All the scores, game reports from around the region, including the Northern Sun, the MIAC, the WIAC, Gophers play later at Penn State, a uh, big nationally televised game for uh, the Golden Gophers. And let's jump back to that City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. And it has to do with provisor and we, we get a ton of texts on this all the time when we mention it and l- let's just spell it out slowly one more time Th- this person said razor um no provisor can you yeah. spell that doug one more time well i think he would have liked to have had the word private so it, it, it's a it's kind of a connotation of that it's p as in paul r as in real I, Indigo, V, Victory, A, America, Z, Zebra, E, Evergreen, R, Randall, Prevazor. Yeah. It's so, Prevazor.com. It's a, just a lovely tool. So if we need to do that again, we will, but uh, there, there's the spelling again. Um, here, here's here's a, a question that comes up a lot, and, and we brought up security and about finding that balance between too much and not enough. I, th- I think when you said when you're baking a cake and it calls for uh, two or three cups of sugar, you don't put in four or five, you know, because you think that'll make it better. Um, exactly. Number one, uh, if you have a computer, w- what security should you be using? The onboard, like Windows Defender, or should you be using something else? Let's get that uh, out. You know, Windows Defender seems a kind of yo-yo. You know, one day it's okay, and I'm not a big fan of that this year. Last year, we were pushing it like crazy, remember? And But today, if you've got Windows Pro, Windows 10, Windows 11, soon Windows 12, Pro version, I think Windows Defender works different than the Pro version. I don't know why. If you've got Windows Home, I would certainly recommend an outside product, um, Probably one of the best that you can get your hands on is ESET, ENOT32. It's an American company uh, for antivirus. And second would be uh, probably Malwarebytes. Big, big name. They've been around forever. Again, they're right here in the U.S. They do great work. Uh, Avira is a German company. does super good antivirus. And if you want to do quite a bit of work, SpyBot Search and Destroy is creating their own antivirus malware. And, of course, SpyBot's been around forever. 
That's a free program, but the antivirus, I think, is like 10 bucks a year. But there's a lot of manual work with that one. I think an outside protection would be good. Now, if you happen to have Semantic, for example, and AVG, and, and then you pop another one on top, no matter how good it is, those three are going to fight. They're going to see each other as an intrusion. Because these virus companies, antivirus or anti-malware software has complete access to your whole entire system. So we want to keep that to a minimum just for that purpose. But the other products, they just will not differentiate if they're doing the work or somebody else doing the work, and they start this clash, and they're correcting each other and fixing themselves in the process. That will create a ton of resources in the background that you can't see. Your computer just slows down because it's working its little heart out. It's um, That's one thing to really watch. Don't want to be putting multiples on. All right, a couple of quickies before we run out of time. Uh, what about sites that say are you're willing to accept cookies? What's going on there? Well, some of them you're not going to be able to, to get around at all, but on any of them that allow me to look at them, I get rid of the marketing and the performance, and you know, they make it sound like it's a good thing, but all they really need to do is for the legal purposes is to track where you came from. And if you are going to go to this site quite a bit, then you're going to want to leave the one that keeps your settings there so you don't have to continuously be readjusting your computer or, the, or your web browser for whatever you're doing. But cookies are a fact of life. They're not all bad, and they're not all good. Uh, but, yeah, keep that to a minimum. The marketing cookies, I don't think I need to contribute anything to that. And you know, Steve, in my mind, after 40-some years on the Internet, I think they know about me probably more than I know about myself. They don't need any more data. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, we, we have time for maybe one more. We'll, we'll see about this. I have several computers running Windows 7, don't have the username and password. Is there any way around this? Yep, start them up in safe mode and go into the administrator and just create no accounts. Piece of cake. Nothing to get past uh, Windows 7. And if, uh, if, if that doesn't do it, if they've got it locked in with uh, TPM, the Trusted Platform Manager, um, you give me a call and I'll walk you through some other steps to get that thing taken care of. Piece of cake. All right. I've uh, been going to Free Geek for years now. Wonderful program. Great people. Got a desktop with Windows 10 for 70 bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, they're doing a good job. At Free Geek. And one more time for those folks who are wondering about Provisor, I'll spell it out again. P R I V A Z E R. It's a free PC cleaner and privacy tool. And Doug, on that note, We've got to say goodbye. We'll do it again in one more week. Tech Talk. It is available at our website, WCCRadio.com. Just search Tech Talk. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the podcast as well, or on the free Odyssey app as well. Doug, your phone number and email. Oh, thank you. 651-552-9543. And admin at WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, have a good one, Doug. We'll talk to you in one week here on Tech Talk. Big thanks to Jonathan Lowe and everyone who uh, called or sent a text to the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line right here on News Talk, E3O WCCO. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.